What's up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Hi, I'm Swag Jeff from Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And you're You're listening listening to the Raiders Raiders Fan Radio Radio Rundown. Rundown. Just win, baby! What's up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph uh, back once again for, I think I already said that, back once again for a fantastic, fantastic episode of the Raiders Fan Radio Rundown coming to you live from the foyer. That's right. We are, we are giving the tour. You know, we said we said a couple weeks ago on the rundown that we're going to give a tour of the fan cave, the fan house, and and here we are, you know, right right in front of Fr- uh, Frankie right here. So, yeah. so, yeah, so we're doing the damn thing. Absolutely. Right here in front of old Blue Eyes. You know, nothing's more... Uh, synonymous than vegas uh, than uh, than the rat pack and old blue eyes and so we thought that'd be a a good representation here from the foyer jeff yeah why not yeah, why, why not, not? Why absolutely not? hey what are you gonna do oh yeah what else are we gonna do i don't know we can't do the fan cave shit can't do the fan cave because we're still working on selling my house unbelievable this thing is dragging on way more uh, way longer than we expected it yeah. was going to so um which is kind of a disappointment because we kind of think about the fan cave as a signature of raiders fan radio it's kind of our signature of our show um but anyways Fan Cave 2.0 is still loading, uh, hopefully very, very soon, but they don't, gotta, they don't care about that. They don't care about that shit. We wanna, when are we going to talk about the Raiders? Yeah, they don't want to hear about my housekeeping. No, uh-uh. I don't care about my personal life. Well, they, sometimes they can get personal, though. They can get personal. Which is, which is the segue to our first segment. Absolutely. We're going to talk a little bit about the Twitters, but before we do that, do us a favor. If you have not liked or subscribed to the show yet, please do that on the YouTubes. Hit the thumbs up. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Smash a, the bell. Smash the bell, as the kids say. You yeah. can become a member for only five bucks a month. You can become a member of the Raiders fan radio community. Uh, you can get made that way, and you get special emojis and badges and um, different colors on your, your name in the live chats and some cool stuff. So definitely check that out if you haven't done that yet. And 100% of that money that we raise with your memberships or advertising or anything else that we do, all that money goes to the One Nation Foundation, which is our nonprofit associated with the show. So we uh, appreciate you all for doing that. If you're an audio podcast listener, please hit a review there uh, on the old Apple Podcasts. Hit the five stars. Uh, give us a review. Uh, if, you, if you don't mind, please uh, help spread the word about Raiders Fan Radio. Hit the auto download, too, on the podcast. Oh. If you hit the auto download, it'll immediately come to your phone. You won't have to click it or anything. And that also helps us out. So Absolutely. So yeah. Absolutely. So we appreciate you, Raider Nation, very much. Uh, for doing that and the way that you support us here at Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so uh, I mentioned my name is Murph, uh, and this is my best friend and yours uh, from the um, left chair. <laughs> here in the, the left cheek of Frankie. The uh, left cheek of old blue eyes there. Uh, and so uh, Swag Jeff, uh, before we started tonight, uh, we were kind of talking, and we were going over some stuff. So, like, there's literally no news. Like, unless you yeah. want to hear... Some, you know, fan podcasters talk about Josh Jacobs for the 150th time. Um, there's literally, oops, look, I just pulled up my underwear. I was trying to pull my shorts out. Nice. Pull my underwear out. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, shout out me undies. Uh, <laughs> jeez, I don't know what's going on here. Here we go. Boy, I picked the wrong shorts to where I'm all sliding around over here and stuff. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm trying to, my, my moose knuckles are getting right up. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell us about your life hey, hey. hey, hey. anyway so we there's like literally like nothing to talk about you guys already know the thing with josh jacobs 
I think I could put a bow on it like this, Jeff, that for me, I've really landed on this idea that there is no bad guy. No. There is no villain. This isn't the Raiders dropping the ball. This isn't the regime not doing the right thing. Um, this isn't Josh Jacobs being unfair in his threat and now likely uh, hold out of training camp. I think it's a tool for him, frankly, to sit out because running backs take a beating as it is anyways. And while it might take him a, a game or two to kind of get used to getting banged around a little bit, uh, ultimately it's not going to harm him in the long run. It will probably save him, if anything, because we know that vets, you know, they like to miss training camp, frankly. Sure. Um, so I don't think there's any bad thing to point. You can't point at the CBA. Like, they're not going to amend it for one position. This thing is is designed for the majority of players, not for a small amount of players like running backs. The notion out there that, oh, the average kicker gets paid more than the average running back. Oh bullshit. There's, well, only, yeah, there's only 32 kickers in the NFL, and there's 300 running backs in the NFL. Nah, some of them making, you know, peanuts, and then some make it, and then it just brings that average down. Exactly. So all the different skews and takes and all the things where there's – it's such a polarizing – place to be on Twitter and we're going to talk about Twitter soon enough but it's such a polarizing place to be that like uh, ultimately like there is not a polarization here there's not a good there's not a bad this is just the way that the the, the business is currently structured yeah it's unfortunate for the players I wish them you know I wish it were better for them sure at the same time I don't sorry feel, feel sorry for someone that's going to make 10 million bucks I'm sorry like I you know I'd like to make 10 million bucks once. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I would only need to make it once. You know, so it's, I, I really struggle with that. Now, granted, what Josh Jacobs does is very rare. It's very unique. It's sure. very, he deserves to be rewarded. I'm a capitalist at heart. I don't begrudge him for trying to make whatever he can make and get in his bag. But at the same time, I don't feel sorry for millionaires, man. Like, yeah, I don't either, man. You know, but I, I really think too that, that, you know, you got to remember too with this team is I don't think, I don't think Josh McDaniels, I don't think Dave Ziggler, I don't think anybody else really thought that Josh Jacobs was going to have the year that he did last year. Oh. Clearly not. No, because, clearly not because they, you know, declined his fifth-year option. But, you know, the the way McDaniels' offense has always run is a it's a running back by committee kind of thing. And so I really think that they thought that's what was going to happen. That's why they drafted Zamir White. That's why they bring in Brandon Bolden. That's why they have all these other guys. You know, they bring in a Britton Brown, Sincere McCormick, and all that stuff. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that style of McDaniels' offense, whether Josh Jacobs is here or not. So, you know, so, you know, so are you going to overpay? Are you going to pay a lot of money for a guy that, you know— is still going to be on a committee thing. You know, you just, you don't know. I mean, but then you see Adam Schefter come out and say that, well, the Raiders did offer him a three-year deal. So, you know, how I don't know how much more security Josh Jacobs wants. I don't know. But all that being said, like you said, there's not a bad guy in this. It's just, you know, unfortunately, it's just the way that the business is right now. And, you know, and, and respect to all the other running backs that are coming to the aid of Saquon and Josh and all that stuff. But I mean, a lot of those, some of those guys, you know, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, they all already got their bags, you know? So, I mean, you know, they can feel sorry from a distance, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just, there's not a bad guy in this, but it's unfortunately like Saquon said, it is what it is. The end. The end. That's, that's it. That's it. So, you know, uh, we'll see where it goes. I mean, I, th I think ultimately, you know, and we've kind of felt this way all along, Josh Jacobs is going to report probably, you know, week one 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then get to it. He's not going to miss game checks. You know, the, you know the, these guys get paid per game. They don't get paid, you know, that 10 million bucks. No, he's going to get 600 grand a game or a week or whatever. And so he's not going to miss a game check. Because here's the thing, man. When you're in your prime like that, you can't go earn that money again. You've got to earn twice as much to be able to make up for that, for that opportunity that you've cost yourself. So, you know, he's not going to leave any money on the table. So he'll be back, Raider Nation. Um, you know, and here's the thing. The Raiders could always tag him again, too. Now, I don't yeah. think they're going to tag him for probably $12 million bucks was what they're saying that the next franchise tag for running backs could be. It'd be $12 million, But, like, crazier things have happened. If he leads the league in rushing again, they may just want to tag him a second time. So, yep. anyways, this thing, uh, you know, it, it could get a little uglier, um, but probably not a ton. And, and really, last thing I'll say about it is this. You mentioned the young guys. If I'm Zamir White, Britton Brown, any of those guys, Sincere McCormick, if I'm any of those three guys, I'm salivating. I'm thanking Josh Jacobs for staying at the house because yep. now I'm getting all the reps in practice. I'm going to get all the exposure. When, when you know, the Raiders play the Niners in, in Las Vegas at our only home preseason game, they're the ones that are going to be on display you know, where even last year, if you think about it, they played Josh Jacobs in the preseason. Yeah. So even those guys, those younger guys that were there already didn't they, get a ton didn't of really time. get a ton of reps because Josh Jacobs was getting all so many reps in preseason. Sure. So um, I think it's going to be good for those guys. I think it's going to be good for our team in the long run. And and yeah, like you're saying, you know, ultimately McDaniels runs a multi back system. So it's if Josh stays out, even if he sits out the year, I don't think it impacts the coaching staff as greatly as, as, as maybe what it would in other sure. scenarios, you know, the days of the bell cow running back are just over, man. Yeah. You know, that I mean, Adrian Peterson was kind of the last of the, at least that I can think of. I mean, Derek's like that. I'd say if any of the modern day guys, yeah, yeah Derek Henry Derek's like about that. as close as it gets. But I mean, since Peterson retired, can you think of anybody else? No, like, uh-uh. no, I mean, you look at the guy like, like Austin Eckler scores all these damn touchdowns, yep. Dalvin cook, amazing player, Chubb, all these guys like, no, Zeke, I thought might have been one of those guys for a minute. Yeah. But then now he's bounced. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. Well, and you know, and you look to those other guys that got their bags, the, like that, like, you know, maybe in the last five, six, seven years, those running backs that did get massive paydays, guys like Zeke, guys like Todd Gurley, all those kind of guys. Where oh, are yeah, they at? Gurley. Oh, where gosh, are they at? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're not on a team right now. Yeah. They all those. Is Gurley even in the league anymore? No, heck no, he's not. No. Yeah. So you look at a lot of those guys and those guys that did get the bag the team kind of the team that signed them kind of regretted it at some point and oh just, it and just and just see see you bye yeah you know we can't keep doing this so you know so i mean and then i saw did you see the graph the other day that someone put out of starting running backs since 1995 for super bowl winners and where they ranked in terms of like rushing and contract and like other than i think it was emmett smith since was it since 95? I can't remember what whatever the date was. Yeah. It's been since Emmett Smith that the leading rusher on the team or leading rusher in the league won the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable, yeah. man. Yeah, like, well, and I think there was another stat that said it was like 99, I think, when Marshall Falk uh, was in the Super Bowl was the last time that it was a like a first-team All-Pro uh, running back was in the Super Bowl. So that's like 25 years but ago. But he was a multi- talented type running back too sure marshall falk was so dynamic he was like a um uh more like a mccaffrey style where he can catch the ball like and and here's another thought too speaking of that i think that 
for this thing to correct itself, if I'm a young running back, if I'm in college, right? Because the this is the position is not going to restructure financially in the league. If I'm a young running back and I'm clearly a standout and I and clearly show that my skill set is greater than those that are around me. So I got a good look at a D1 school. I've got a good look at a big program, you know, whatever, an SEC program, whatever, whatever. I'm going to start learning how to run routes. I'm going to start hitting that jugs machine after practice. I'm going to start honing my ability to get out of the backfield. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to be a hybrid wide receiver running back. I want to be Debo Samuel more than I want to be Josh Jacobs if I'm a young running back. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of truth to that, dude. And I think that is a way to get this thing course corrected is that if I can go in motion and line up in the slot, my value is way higher than turning around and handing it to me and having me hit hit an A-gap. Sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, in Josh Jacobs' defense, I don't want to undervalue what he means to this team because it's clear that he's a game changer. You know, it's clear, you know, yes, he led the league in rushing and all that stuff. But to counterpoint myself, we also only won six games. Yeah, yeah, that's true. When he was had an off year, we went to the playoffs. You know, yeah, absolutely. So, so you know, yeah, defense, Jeff, defense. Well, you know, yeah. Well, Josh Jacobs doesn't play defense either. So, anyway, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so I, I think the deal will get done, and I think Raider Nation, you can you can expect for Josh Jacobs to rock the silver and black for one swan song. I think we got him one year. Because I think think he got him on a one-year deal because I think after this tag, I think, I I mean, it's possible that the Raiders, like you said, tag him a second time. But I think that's it. I think he's going to... No, but why would you tag where look elsewhere to find his next contract, whatever, whatever. And, you know, and and I I know a lot of people are going to be really upset with that because, and, you know, and they're going to blame McDaniels for letting a homegrown guy like Josh Jacobs walk. But, you know, but we've also got other homegrown guys coming in. So, you know. Yeah, because if they were going to actually tag him again, if you think about it, if they're going to tag him again, they could have offered him then two years, 22 million fully guaranteed. Would have been the, no. Yeah. Would have been the exact same scenario. Yeah. So which and so then maybe they add a third. So then maybe it's three years, thirty-two million. You know what I mean? Like yeah. eighteen guaranteed. What? Sure. I'll bet you that was the that was what well, I along. bet that there was probably a third year out. Uh huh. A hundred percent. That's mm-hmm. what I think too. And I think that's where when he got hung up on the security of it, it's only going to be one of two things: length of contract or guaranteed money. Yep. So if they did have an interest in tagging him a second time. The minimum guaranteed money would be twenty-two because mm-hmm. because franchise tax fully guaranteed. So, and then you're right, and then that third one is just kind of like maybe an eight million dollar year, and we can get out of and it. We can, yeah, we can cut you with a with no dead cap money and all that stuff. Yeah, nothing guaranteed, on. not in year three. You know there what I mean? So, I think you're right. We're gonna have him one more year, and then we're gonna then say we goodbye to Josh Jacobs and yeah. and uh, and wish him the best. And, and uh, in the next steps and wherever he ends up next. Yep. So, all right, Swag Jeff, hit a break, and then let's uh, talk about the Twitter. Absolutely. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. So, Swag Jeff, I don't know if you heard. Oh, I heard. (laughs) Ah. There's uh there could be some toxicities, the kids say. Holy on cow. the Twitters. 
Twitter can uh, be a, an interesting place, man. man. I love it. I love Twitter. Um, it's an incredibly powerful tool. Uh, I use it for numerous things for just for my own news and, you know, way to stay informed, um, uh, entertainment. Like there's a lot of funny people on Twitter. Um, there's a lot of great Raider fans that I follow. Um, shout out Pepe in Vegas, man, is one of my favorites. Like there's some, there's some great Twitter followers out there or uh, Twitter users out there that are big Raider fans. And, and, and I'm a big fan of their, just kind of their overall tone and sure not taking things too seriously very much in the same vein of that, that, that we are with the way that we handle our show and our, and our presence on Twitter. You know, yeah. I, I, I made it, I took a shot at Derek Carr because right now one of the popular memes going around is people putting uh, 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 like the bills did it right with Buffalo bills. And they put a picture of Josh Allen where he was all like, Arr! and it said one ticket to Oppenheimer, please. And then the next one, it said, one ticket to Barbie, please. And it was Josh Allen doing this really like silly uh, face and yeah, like whatever, yeah. whatever, right? So I did one about one ticket to Oppenheimer and it's Derek Carr flying into the end zone in Fresno State over, right. shout out the boy Will Compton, uh, into the end zone scoring a touchdown. And then one ticket to Barbie, please. And I put a picture of Derek Carr fumbling it out of the end zone uh, with Jeff Heath on his back against the, the Dallas Cowboys. Right. It's just a joke. Like, it's a joke. It's just a joke. Like, I'm not even... Picking at Derek. I just thought it was funny. You know what I mean? And so there are a lot of people that can that can take it in that way. And that's when my Twitter is my favorite. Um, Kelly Kreiner, one of Scott Gobranson's former hosts at Silver and Black Today. Really funny guy on Twitter. Um, love our interactions with Scott. Love our interactions with Compton. Love right. There's a lot of funny, cool. And it's in Twitter and all social media can just be whatever you decide to make it. Right. Yeah. So for a Raider fan on there, you can do a lot of fun stuff with it. And sure. we do. We also post clips from the show we'll like take a snippet a couple minute snippet and i'm getting ready to go twitter blue by the way are uh, you yeah because we can post long form video oh well so despite go. what anybody thinks about buying verification as a show producer would there's a lot of benefits to it so we're getting ready we're getting ready to do that but anyways sure. so we post videos on there for people to just kind of like get familiar with our show yeah hear a hot take whatever and jeff and i nor michelle never will have a take to get clicks. That's not how we roll. We often, though, have conversations with each other that during one of our shows, if we come up with something that's an impassioned take on something, whether it's controversial or not, doesn't matter. But if we think it's a, oh, like, oh, this was a really good yeah. point that you made, sure. Jeff. You know, or hey, Murph, you know, that was, Mo, you were on fire on that one. We'll take that and post it up on the Twitter. Oh, yeah. Because it generates conversation. Well, sometimes these things generate smoke. And oh. Swag Jeff, tell them what, what happened uh, this week. Because and, and the reason that I want to talk about this is not to sit here and like pick on Twitter people or whatever like that, although right. we will. But that's not the design of it. The design of it is that this show is best when it's conversational. And... While we're, our interactions and our conversations on our YouTube comments and our live chat and all that stuff, they're 99% positive. So I think it's an interesting exploration into the people that think we're full of shit. Yeah. Well, so, and, it's, and, it's, and it's fans of a certain former player of ours that really come out to play. So they really come out to play. So, so I want to, so first and foremost, so yes. Yeah, so, you know, I've, I've never really gotten the heat on the Twitter 
like what I got this past week. The Swag Jeff Twitter was taking freaking bullets, man, like big time. You know, I mean, and and you know, and and awesome, and I love it. You know, because I've you know I've seen people hate on your stuff. I've seen you know some of our other you know fellow uh, creators and stuff you know, catch strays and stuff like that. I've never really been a part of that a whole lot, but until this week, I can check that off my list because a guy, Marlon Lopez called me a little fat guy. who just talks to myself. Uh, and, uh, and, and he, and, and, and he, he didn't, didn't call, call me guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He didn't. And he didn't say guy. Uh, I said, uh, we ain't been there since before car chump. Stop making it about one guy. Freaking Mahomes guzzler. Wow. 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 Mahome Guzzler. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, stuff like that. Uh, what else do we? All these podcast bozos have never broken any news. They're just broken records. My 10 year old son is less dramatic and self serving. These adults want clicks so bad that they, but they melt at any criticism. Weird. So, okay. So, are we melting at criticism? I mean, I, I mean, I don't think so. No, think we're embracing we're criticism. Yeah, we love it because you know, you know, you're you're giving us what we, you know, what you saying that we want. You know, that's just crazy to me that you know, and because they're retweeting us and then trying to dog us. I'm like, what? What you're you're doing? You're doing the Lord's work and putting our name out there. Yeah. Like, appreciate you. It's it's the the goal is to not have an adversarial interaction sure the, the goal is to have a conversation with fellow raider fans absolutely now, just because we don't have the same point doesn't doesn't mean, mean that we're wrong yeah and it also doesn't mean that you're wrong it's just no. a raiders conversation so it's hilarious to me that yeah. it immediately goes to a fight oh yeah that's well, the part that cracks me up it's like you know like if if, if the response to you was like because you were saying something along the lines of like I'm excited for Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, mm-hmm. why not? Like, it's mm-hmm. what we got, so I'm going to be excited for it. I'm not, I've, I've got a new word for you. I'm not anticipating. Oh, well, there you go. You know what I mean? I'm yep. not expecting to be let down. I'll be let down when we're let down, and then we'll be critical of that. But I'm not going to go into it assuming we're going to get let down, because what if we don't? Or what sure. if we aren't? Sure. So that idea of like, well, you're a little fat F because you want to be excited about the guy that's actually going to play football for us this year. Right. Right. And it's moving such a on, weird thing. moving on saying, from a guy that wasn't getting the job done, not absolving any other facet of this organization, not absolving the coach, not absolving the defense, not absolving the owner, the GM, all these other things. But I picked a thing that I said, that sucks and it needs to get better. That's what it was. That's what it was. Because because the bar is one of our rivals that consistently wins on a consistent basis. And our guy that we had at the same position wasn't playing at that level. And so it's time to try something different. Whether it be better, whether it be worse, that's up to debate. And because we haven't seen it, we don't know. But what it was is what it was, and it needed to be different. So, you know, but that doesn't absolve any of the other issues that this team has because there are several. You know, we got to get better all the way around all the way around you know yeah. but you know but yeah that's so funny to me and that's the other thing too is that it's like it's interesting that like if you criticize the defense then it's well then you're giving an excuse to the quarterback if you criticize the quarterback well then you're giving an excuse to the defense if you're giving if you're you know if you're yelling about the the coaching staff well it's like it, these things are not all independent of one another and that's right. the other part of the thing that just cracks me up where it's like it's 
really just like with the thing with Josh Jacobs and with the Raiders. Right. Two things can be true at the same time. Yeah. There can be multiple truths simultaneously. Yeah. We can talk about Derek in a way that we would have desired improvement doesn't mean that we can't also acknowledge the fact that the defense has been ass for the most part for 20 years. At, no one's disputing that. Well, it and just we've said it. happens to be the topic of discussion. I got another one for you. Okay. How about this? I put up uh, one of the last videos that I posted on there. Yes. Which got 95% positive interaction. Sure. Was my little rant about Lester Hayes being in the Hall of Fame and the importance of uh, preserving the Raiders championship legacy in the Hall of Fame before it's too late. Before, So we don't end up with another situation like Ken Stabler or Cliff Branch where we induct these guys posthumously and they're they're taking their championship legacy with them and how important it is for us to not only document that, but it's important for the next up-and-coming generations of Raider fans for these Raiders now to develop their own legacy and championship stories. That way, when, you know, I'm a 50-year-old man. My clock's ticking too. I'm taking my fandom with me. My kids have never seen the Raiders do anything other than suck. Sure. So you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm, there's it's important... For the not only for us to document the past, but then also reinvent with a new version of a championship future. That was my message. Sure. And I'm glad to spew that again. And I'm gonna spew that one a lot because that really clicked with me the other sure. day when we were talking about Lester. Well, sure enough, here comes Twitter guy. And there was like four or five people that were telling me that, well, Steve Newski needs to go in before Lester Hayes. Uh, Jim Plunkett needs to go in before Lester Hayes. Blah, blah, blah. Like all these people saying that like, oh, here's all these other Raiders that are more deserving to go in than Lester Hayes. Listen, man, Lester Hayes is the topic because Lester Hayes is the one that's being recognized by the senior committee. Follow along. It's, it doesn't, I'm not saying that Steve Wisniewski shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Sure. Or Jack Tatum or anybody else. But that's not the topic of conversation. The topic of conversation is Lester freaking Hayes. Right. So if the topic of conversation is Derek freaking Carr, it doesn't mean that we don't think the defense is ass too. So those things, it it blows my mind the way that people can't freaking understand multiple things at the same time. Yeah. Like to break it down into this lowest common denominator and then bitch about it on Twitter just cracks me up. Oh, it cracks me up. Well, and so the post that I made about, you know, what we just talked about, uh, mine was about 50% hate. You know, and yours was 95% positive. Mine was about 55% positive, you know, which is great and fine and wonderful. But, you know, my retort to a lot of those people, and I know you've done something similar, was, you know, if you have a problem with what we're saying and you're saying, oh, you, this content is trash. Oh, you guys are riding Derek's nuts. Oh, you know, he's gone. Move on. You know, he has all this stuff. You, you know, you follow that up with, okay, well, if you think our content is bad, we have a thing called the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline. We have a CFN segment. Please call us and tell us how we can improve. Tell us your opinion, whatever, whatever. And their response always is, no thanks, not interested. Or, you know, oh, that's the ruse that Murph tried on me or whatever, whatever. Okay, well then, then shut up. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, don't hide behind your user. That's the thing is that like that whole idea of like, oh, we guys are hiding from criticism. No, I will play your voice on our show. Like I will give you a platform. We will give you a platform. We'll read your damn email. What you know, instead of keeping it to 140 characters because you don't want to pay for Twitter Blue, 
Put it in a damn email and send it to us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. There you go. And this is the thing, and I think here's the last thing I'm going to say, and then I'll shut up about yeah. it. Because I don't, I don't want to, I feel like I'm virgin on, the, uh, on the, the level of bitching about this stuff. And I'm not being a bitch about it. Um, but like, the, this show is best when it's conversational. And this show is, is best when it's long form. If you're taking a two-minute video or a minute-and-a-half video of what, something we had to say on Twitter and basing your entire, you know, whatever, or opinion around us and what we do around that, it's a little misguiding. And now that's why I want to play long-form video. That's why I want us to be able to play an episode of our show on Twitter and not sure. just these little clips. That way people can kind of see it and get it within context a little bit more, yeah. maybe a little bit make a little bit more sense. But at the end of the day, I'll just say this to Twitter guy – Positive and negative. Um, we want to we want to converse with you. Yeah, please call in and tell us how stupid we are because we're the lighter side journey into the dark side, right? So we we know so, we're stupid. So we know we're <laughs> stupid, and we you know we we totally embrace that. And if you tell us we're stupid, we'll find ways to laugh about it and be uh, absolutely. You know, we'll make it a shtick. Man. Absolutely, it's, it's funny. absolutely. So yeah, so so bring it on, Raider Nation. Bring those, make those phone calls, send us those emails, uh, and then uh, the last thing I'll say is this. Uh, and it's funny because I, I also have gotten this response when I invite people to do that. They go, well, just so I can make content for you for your own show. Bruh, we do a three-hour show and could go longer every single week, plus do these things off the top of our head practically. Like, we don't need your help in content, but we would love to talk to you. We'd love to, I would love to have your conversation. Absolutely. All right, Raider Nation, appreciate you hanging in with us here for an episode of the Raiders Fan Radio Rundown. Uh, Swag Jeff, we got a big weekend coming up. We Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Do we got a big weekend coming up. We've got Vegas weekend coming up uh, August. I don't remember what the dates are exactly. We'll be out there, whatever, when we come out. Uh, <laughs> well, the game, the, the first the game, game is, is, what is, I'm is August about. 13th. August 13th. Yes. So we will be in Vegas uh, for the weekend of August 13th. The Raiders, if you follow them on their social media, put out a really cool post. It was, uh, um, I'm always going to butcher his name. Um, um, ah, I don't know who you're talking about. Yubaja Biamila. What's his dang name? Yeah, that's his name. Is it, is it Amir? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyways, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. He's got had a cup of coffee with the Raiders, and now he hosts a lot of stuff on their socials. Oh, right on. Amir Abakja Biamila, I think is. I, okay. I always, I can never say it right. I apologize. I apologize to him, and I apologize to anybody that I just butchered your name. Um, but anyways, it's him and Jim Plunkett hanging out at Mandalay Bay. Yes, yes. And it's him and Jim, and, they're, and not only are they hanging out at Mandalay Bay, they're hanging out at the Mandalay Bay Beach, where you and I are going to be on Monday. Heck yeah. uh, so after the game on Sunday, 
uh, my best friend and yours, Swag Jeff, will be hanging out at the Mandalay Bay Beach. So if you see us out there, come by and yell, Raiders! That's it. And buy we, us a cocktail. Yeah, or we'll buy you one. Or we'll buy you one. Yeah. You buy us one, we'll buy you one. Nice, stingy, Jeff. Oh, dang. Come on, man. Jeez. Oh, I'll, 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 I'm thirsty, I bro. I got you. I got you. I'll buy you one. He's on his own. He got, he got you. Anyways, come say hi to us. <laughs> but more importantly than the beach, the Mandalay Bay Beach. Yes. Is we are going to go to the game. Yes. Uh, which will be a, a lot, a lot of fun because uh, Uncle Mosh will be with us. Cousin Sonny will be with us. So that will be a great time. But most importantly, that day, we are uh, going to be hanging out and celebrating the Raider Dad folks as they do their annual uh, trip where uh, the One Nation Foundation is a supporter this year of this outing for underprivileged kids and their parental figures to a Raider game. Yep. Uh, there's going to be a ton of food. There's going to be a ton of really cool people there. I think our buddy Graf is going to swing yep. through. Yep. Um, so we're going to have a blast out there at the tailgate. Uh, it's in Lot H. Lot H, like right next to the black hole. So you can come and hang out with us. Then you go and grab a bacon-wrapped hot dog and a Corona from the black hole Perfect. tailgate. Perfect. Perfect. Absolutely. So definitely come by and say hi. Uh, we're going to get out there about 1030, go to about 1130, and then head on in into the into the game. Yep. Uh, so definitely come by and check us out. Much respect to Josh Kamenite and the Raider Dad folks and appreciate yes. our partnership yes. with them. And I uh, look forward to meeting you, man. And uh, one of my favorite things uh, that we do when we go out and do meetups and whatever, I love getting to see people and talk to people that we interact with on socials and YouTube comments and YouTube chats and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Love it. It's always so fun to be able to put a handshake and a face to a name or a hug. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So definitely. Well, and even more so than that too, I really enjoy seeing our fans that are from different sides of the world interacting with each other and they met through our show, you know, so it blows we, my mean, mind. It blows my mind, you know, so you see, you know, I, I think it was like last year, year before or whatever, uh, kill Jada sent us a picture of like him and big, big bass Raider. Oh yeah. Or yeah whatever, yeah, hanging yeah, yeah. out or whatever. And then we saw, you know, I mean, we saw it live and in person last year in the fan cave when, you know, Ebony Graves, Tider Raider, uh, you know, Michelle, all the, you know, everyone's on here Tyrone, all that Raider I mean, Ramon, Raider Ramon, everyone's there doing the show together and all that. And you're like sitting back going wow like this is so cool and, and then and like the and music they, city raider nation party the next night there you go houston raider steve was there john ogle was there yep. like tons of our listeners yep. uh were there that that um when we did the tailgate um cory fleck was yep. there with his will compton jersey when yep. we did the tailgate with the bussing guys like yep. so and, and shout out jimmy zebach was there anyways those are so it's so fun so if you're going to be at, in vegas if you're going to be at the game uh, August 13th, please come by the, the Raider tailgate. Yeah. Please come by and say hello. We would love to see you. I'd love to uh, give you a hug, shake your hand. Uh, I'll buy you a beer because tight ass over here won't oh do it. Gosh. Um, all right. Uh, what else do we got? I don't know. What else we got? We run it. Well, I don't know if we want to hit a break. Okay, let's hit a break. Damn it, Jeff. Hit a break. So all that talk, Swag Jeff, about the Hall of Fame. Yeah. That, that, that we did last week and, you know, the topic of Lester Hayes being inducted uh, next year uh, as, as a potential from the senior committee. Well, this year, we don't have any Raiders going in. 
but there is going to be a special ceremony for the Hall of Fame class of 1988 and the 35th year anniversary of said draft class, Absolutely. which includes who? Oh, well, our buddy Freddie B. Fred freaking Bolitnikoff. So it will be so cool. 1988 was a great year. Oh, that was your year born, huh? Yeah, it was a great year. Yeah, Freddie B goes in the Hall of Fame and Swag Jeff is born. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. How about that? Yeah. Jeez. Pretty cool. Greater image hadn't been the same since. (laughs) 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 But, uh, yeah, so that's going to be cool. I don't know what they have in store yet. Uh, We'll stay tuned and find out uh, what the Hall of Fame is going to do to celebrate that class. But knowing that Freddie B is going to be part of it, there's definitely going to be a Raider vibe going on. Totally. And uh, so we're going to look forward to seeing that and uh, and can't wait to see it uh, coming up. Uh, shoot, dude, like next month. Yeah. It's coming up right around the corner, man. Right on. Because uh, we've got rookies for the Raiders report tomorrow, the 20th. Yes. And then veterans report on the 25th. Yeah. So five so days 25th, from now. So what, that'd be 25th is what, um, Tuesday of next week? Is it or Monday? Yeah, I don't do math. No, I, th- I think it's Tuesday and next week. So that will also be, you know, when we find out if we're going to pay Jimmy Garoppolo all that money. Oh, right? interesting. Yeah. You know, so he's, he's, got, got, he's only got healthy. a few. He's got to report healthy. He's got, if he's not healthy, if he's, if he's not a full go, right, mm-hmm. then the Raiders can rescind that contract. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent. Interesting times, my friend. Uh, you know, so we'll see what happens there. Maybe that's when we trade for Matt Stafford. Ooh, hot take. Oh, man. Hey. Well, what? Because what's going on with that? So he he said he didn't want to restructure his contract, right? He didn't want to take a pay cut. Uh-huh. And okay. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying that's that's badass. Crazier shit's happened. I right? mean, you know, I don't want to get into the crazy speculation hot take game, um, but man, making a I mean, they made a play for Devontae last year. It's not like this regime isn't willing to make a move for a big name player. Can you imagine Matt Stafford as our quarterback? I can. Yeah, I can too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Jimmy's our quarterback now. Jimmy's our quarterback right now. Yeah. But you're right. It's going to be interesting to see what happens on the 25th. Yep. Going to be very interesting. Um, so yeah, so that's what's coming up. Um, speaking of, well, let me, I'll save that to the end. Speaking okay. Of Fred, about what we're going to do in Vegas for November. Okay. We'll save that as our parting shot. But since we're talking about camp, aside from something crazy like that, right? Sure, sure. Like it's like whenever we watch wrestling with with Uncle Mosh, we always pick like our big like surprise run in, like who we think's gonna you know is the glass gonna shatter and Stone Cold's gonna come out? Sure, sure, sure. Is Brock Lesnar gonna come out or whoever else? That would be the like the glass shatter of, of effectively of the off season is if all of a sudden we make a trade for Matt Stafford. Aside from something unlikely, yeah, like that. What's kind of the big story or stories that you're wanting to see that you think are going to be important to inform what this season is going to look like for us coming out of training camp? Uh, I think uh, a couple of things that, that has popped into my mind over the last couple of days, I think, and hot, maybe hot takey. I think that, uh, I think that um, Chris Smith, uh, safety Whoa. out of Georgia, I think he might be fighting for a starting job. Okay, and I, I'm really curious to see. So I think it might be you might see a committee kind of thing with Merrig and Marcus Epps and Chris Smith. But I think those safeties are going to be freaking baller. And then also uh, on the offensive side of the ball, I'm not 100 percent sure that Zeus White is going to have a starting job if Josh Jacobs isn't here. Okay, I really liked what I saw when what little we did see. I really liked what I saw out of Britton Brown. 
Okay. Last last preseason, all that stuff. He was a dog, man. I really liked the, his energy, the way he ran hard, all that kind of stuff. So it'd be it'd be curious to see, and especially with the Raiders that put out that you know that graphic right that had Zeus, Amir Abdullah, and Brandon Bolden. If none of those three guys were the starters, oh my and gosh, being a guy like Britton Brown. Yeah. But I really I I like him, man. I'm rooting. For okay. Him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very very cool. Yeah. Um, what about you? So, well, defensively, to me, and I think he's going to be the biggest, I think Max Crosby has a shot to be Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. But I think that aside from that, our standout on defense is going to be Divine Diablo. And I think that the, 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 if the Raiders don't make any more moves at linebacker, I'm going to want to, we are going to want to see definitive answers on what their strategy is at linebacker, did they do enough? You know, yeah. the um, shout out the landscape guy. Yeah, no. um, did the Raiders do enough on defense, especially to address linebacker? I think they did because I think that they know more than we do, and I don't think that they're going to go into a season underprepared at a particular position. I think that they've got a solid plan. Now, is that plan necessarily going to pay out? I don't know. We just got to see. But that that's where, to me, it's a camp story. Is that, like, how effective is Divine Diablo going to be? Where in the green dot? You know, how effective is Bob Spillane going to be? You know, playing on the outside. You know, some, you know Amari Bernie now. Who sure. I'm really digging what, you know, the more I learn about him and what his, his capabilities are. Yeah. I think he's going to play a huge part uh, into, our, um, into our defense and really – when they featured the linebackers in that same graphic. He was one of the ones featured, right? He was one of the ones. Yeah. It was him, Bob Spillane, and freaking Divine. So yep. I think that's going to be really, really interesting to see and how, the, how that plays out. And then uh, to go the offensive side of the ball, I, I want to see Michael Mayer in the preseason, man. Oh, yeah. I want to see how, how dynamic of a player can he be against NFL defenses. I, I mean, I think over time, he's going to be great. But does he have the capability of like jumping out to like a rookie of the year type, you know, sure. candidate or something like that? Sure. Because I think the potential is there for it. Oh, I think so. I think too. the potential is there for him to break out because I think that this Raiders team is going to spread the ball around a lot. So he's going to get his share of touches. I, 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 you know, I really think so. So, you know, and he's competing with a couple of pretty good vets in Austin Hooper and OJ Howard. Sure. So if he stands out in the preseason above those guys, that's going to be legit, man. So I'm yeah. looking forward to that. So I, li I like that call Michael Mayer and, and Divine Diablo. I like that call out a lot because, you know, I think one of the under underappreciated stories of the offseason was, you know, what are the Raiders going to do to replace Darren Waller? Because, I mean, you know, say what you will about, you know, the, you know, end of Darren Waller's run and, you know, him, his inability to, you know, he, he, it's unwillingness to participate in some of the team things, all that kind of stuff. We traded him away for a third round pick, which we, I think we ended up trading away all that stuff. But like Michael Mayer could be that guy that very quickly everyone's like, Oh, well, that's why. You know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's the guy. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you'd look at a guy like, you know, and you look at Jimmy Garoppolo, he's had, you know, he's had Kittle for a while. So he's had that, you know, Hell rock star, yeah, yeah. rock star tight end. So if we come in and Michael Mayer balls out, which I really, I, I think he's going to, so. I'm really, really, really excited about that kid. It's like man, with the eight so. ball, you flip it over, all signs point to yes. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so I'm fired up for him for sure. Yeah, right on. Yep. Right on. So good stuff there. All right. So let us know. 
Again, our show's best when it's conversational. Let us know what you think. What are some of the stories you're looking for in camp? Um, Jeff, we've got some emails to get to. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and jump to that. And while you're digging out your phone there, uh, I would like to tell you about this, too, that we talked about Fred Bolitnikoff a minute ago. Uh, if you've never been to the Bolitnikoff uh, Foundation dinner, uh, we would encourage you to attend that. That's where we're going to present our check uh, for, on behalf of the One Nation Foundation for hopefully $15,000 this year to the Fred Bolitnikoff Foundation. That is November 3rd. That date has been announced. It's at the Westgate Casino, which is at the northern end of the Strip, up there by Sahara and the Stratosphere and yep. Circus Circus and all that stuff. Uh, so come check it out on November 3rd if you want to go to, to, um, to that dinner. And that weekend also, we're kicking around the idea of doing a listener meetup on November 4th. So put that on your calendar. We may be back at the Rockstar Bar, yep. which we had a blast doing a listener meetup uh, at the Rockstar Bar for over the, during the draft. So that would be on November 4th. And then in November 5th, we're playing the Giants. Speaking of Darren Waller. There you go. So uh, put those pins in your calendar, Raider Nation. Uh, if you're planning on being in Vegas for that weekend of November 3rd, uh, definitely uh, make it a point uh, to uh, meet up with us. Come say hi. And, uh, and again, so we can hang out with you and Give you a hug and handshake, man. And, and Jeff won't buy you a beer, but I will. Oh, my gosh. Aww. Aww. So like Jeff told you a little bit ago, you can contact the show multitude, multitude, multitude of ways, multitude of ways. <laughs> you can call we are us. based in middle Tennessee. All right. Yeah. Shit rubs off every once in a while. Hey, um, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't need to know about your life. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just call us 909-345-3346 or send us a, uh, Emails like three fantastic uh, participants and listeners did this week at show. That's S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. Absolutely. Absolutely. So first email. So uh, hello, Murph. Sa- <laughs> Saggy J. We're <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. Hey, well, uh, the beautiful Michelle and let's not forget Mosh. I've been listening for four plus y- years and listened to the show on my three hour round trip commute. Also, I don't get off work till the show's almost over. That sucks that I can't be a part of the live chat and communicate with you all. Anyway, I want to jump into what you guys got going on. So here comes this email. Uh, I thought this was a good time to chime in and tell you about how I became a Raider fan. Sad, but cool story. Back in 77, at the age of 11, I was playing uh, Pop Warner in town next to where we lived. I met a young man that played the same position as me, D-Line. We became friends and hung out together uh, outside of football. My new friend is the biggest Raider fan I've ever met. Uh, He had Swaggy J uh, uh, beat bands and whatnot. Yeah. He had Swaggy J beat at the age of 11 with all of his jerseys, hats, and sweatbands, sorry, uh, and whatnot. Uh, I was a closet Raider fan at that time due to my older brother being a Squealers fan. He was not a bit nice big brother. My buddy's favorite player was John Matuzak. Uh, in 78, as we were all getting ready for our football season, my, f- his, my friend and his family got some horrible news. My friend was diagnosed with terminal cancer, and he would only have about a year to live. So uh, he was so strong and, came, and would come to practice and games and just be out there with us. He would suit up and be one of the guys. 
uh, I would come out of the game and he would get in for a play or two. Uh, but during that 78 season, something magical happened. My friend's mom wrote a letter to Al Davis explaining his situation. From there, the Raiders and his mom set up the most awesome thing my young friend could have ever wanted. Towards the end of the midweek practice, our head coach called the, called the team in, and we took a knee and waited for him to talk to us. We thought we were going to be in trouble. My friend and I were kneeling next to each other, waiting. Then we heard a voice from behind us, and one that was deep and loud that we did not recognize. Uh, the team swung around their heads almost in unison to see the biggest human we'd ever seen up close it was matuzak you see john and two news crews come up to our practice because of my friend and what he uh, what he and his mom did for him uh twos got on his knees and uh played with all of us uh just a little bit and it was one of the greatest moments uh memories for me and my teammates we got to go home watch it on the news it was super cool john spent the rest of the day with my pal and kept in contact him from that point on uh, the thing I remember most about John Matuzek was the joy in his eyes to be there with those kids. A gleaming smile that I can still see plain as day. My friend passed a year, uh, year or so later. I will never forget the time we spent in the life uh, and the life gifts that he gave me. I'm a Raider fan because of him, his mom, Al Davis, and of course the twos. Uh, thank you, my friend. Uh, thank you to my friend, his mom, Al Davis, and John Matuzek. May you all rest in peace. And because of that, uh, I'm an awesome. Uh, uh, and because of these awesome peeps, I'm a Raider Raider fan. Much respect, Raider Den. Wow. 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 I don't have Man, to. I, I know. Yeah, I, I wish we had the yeah. applause here. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, my gosh. What a heartwarming story that is. That was is, so man. cool. Thank you, Raider Den. Thank you for sharing that. Yep. Um, that uh, that gave me chills, man. That's yeah. um, really, that's really an, cool. That's an incredible story. And uh, yeah, rest in peace to, to all of those folks. And, you know, that's just, I mean, that's, those are the stories that, you know, where we get caught up in the, the, the minutia and the bullshittiness of sports and sometimes yeah. with our own fandoms and things like that. Those are the kind of things that, you know, that's, that's what makes sports great oh, yeah. is connecting people. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, you know, whether that's connecting teammates or connecting with players and coaches or connecting fans or connect like it's uh, cousin Sonny, who is a, uh, a drug and alcohol uh, addictions counselor and runs his own practice and and actually he does all kinds of counseling more oh yeah that um but anyways um he often talks about how important relationship is and sometimes you got to have something to gather around and sports and football and the raiders have always been that for our family it's been that in our friendship it's been that you know I mean, other things too, of course, but like, but it's just that yeah, one sure. thing to where you mentioned like getting together, we mentioned getting together with all those people and all that, all those relationships don't form if the Raiders don't exist. There you go. You know, yes, hundred percent. Yes. It's, it's our, our voices and our microphones reach out to those people, but we're not doing a show if the Raiders aren't a thing. So the idea that a team can connect people Sometimes in sad circumstances like that, sometimes in celebratory circumstance, whatever they are, the bottom line is it's connecting people, you know, connecting people across, you know, all times, all, you know, Absolutely. ethnicities and backgrounds and socioeconomic setups and all that. It, it doesn't discriminate. It's, it connects us all and gives us all that one thing. And I just, I love stories like that. That's, yeah. that's why this show is called Raiders Fan Radio. Absolutely. Because we love to hear those stories from fans. Uh, that's, that's amazingly touching. Thank you, Raider yep. Dan. Yep. Thank you, Raider Dan. Uh, hi, guys. 
Hi. Hi. Hope you're all well. I've been a Raider fan since 82 when the UK introduced a fourth TV channel and an NFL show that was created to fill the schedule. It was a breath of fresh air with former uh, Patriot kicker Mick Luckhurst uh, uh, presenting it for many years. My first NFL shirt I purchased was number 32 Marcus Allen. What a player, which sadly brings me on to my point. I watched your show 291 and felt compelled to chip in with all this crap coming from New Orleans. As someone who supports anyone who rocks the silver and black, I can understand and acknowledge the trials and tribulations he's endured, coach after coach, scheme after scheme, and not to mention the politics of moving to Vegas, then all the drama. Then when the storm uh, clouds evaporated and a new dawn approached, he, was, uh, he wasn't up to the job, sadly. There was no excuses, and I, I think he's talking about Derek Carr, maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, there's, there's no excuses in a game that's a multi-billion dollar industry, which he had plenty. He failed to recognize that his career was over and the brotherhood Al Davis created for those who adorn the silver and black may look upon him as a crybaby, happy to shit the bed, uh... Uh, and not one shining bright in a period of darkness. Uh, I've often thought of buying his jersey, but never did. Couldn't bring myself to do it as I wouldn't be as it wouldn't be cool. Don't mention the dreary uh, post game eulogies or the fake "it's on me" rubbish. Wish him well in New Orleans, but his vanity can't stop can't stop him thinking about the Raiders because that's that is because they were cool dudes. Uh, thanks for listening to my rant. Love the show and its format and look forward to the next episode. Kindest regards, Tartan Raider, Glasgow, Scotland. Hey, go Raiders. Tartan Raider. There you go. Much respect. Man, much respect. A couple, of, a couple of newbies. Yeah, I love it, man. Love Shout it. out Silver and Black UK, man. That's really cool, man. Love to hear that. And um, wow, that's that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Love to hear from those those folks uh, over across the pond, as the kids say. That's it. And uh, that's a heck of a take, man. And I'm, you know, I don't want to beat up on Derek anymore. We've, we've done, yeah, our, we're done. Done, done our share of yeah. that. But just know this, brother, that uh, those words, uh, they resonate very well here yep. in the foyer. We with you, bro. Yeah, we with you. Yep, we with you. Uh, evening, everybody. Hope you're all well. These are the battle. Uh, these are battles all over the NFL right now. Running backs versus the NFL. Josh Jacobs versus the Raiders. Lester Hayes versus the Hall of Fame. John Gruden versus the NFL. This must be Paul. Phillip Rivers versus the overpopulation of America. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Josh Jacobs. So now we know where we stand on things, sort of. I understand both sides of the argument, and it's a sensitive issue that isn't easy to resolve, but they have to find a way. The numerous backs uh, affected or, uh, affected around the league are making a stand for their rights, which is good, and I applaud them for it. Something has to be done for the position in general. Right now, though, all I care about is the Raiders, and we need a happy Josh Jacobs at the start of the regular season, not one that doesn't care anymore. I think we can all expect him to play week one, but will he have uh, that fire in his belly? The backfield without Josh Jacobs scares the shit out of me, and we cannot at all costs let it divide the locker room. And that is true. We can't let this affect that, the locker room. You know what? That's, that's to me, the biggest danger in all this. I think so, Silver too. and Black Today guys talked about that. So shout out Scott and Mo. They've made this point numerous times. Josh McDaniels gets year three unless there's an all-out mutiny. Well, if there's if if they lose half the locker room because of this thing, yep, there you go, and that's not good for anybody, regardless of how you feel about McDaniel's and Ziggler. Do we really want to piss away another year? Right. You know what I mean? Of Raider right. football, I don't. You know what I right. mean? I want the guys that are there now to be successful, right. so we can get this thing back on track. So, but that's a very very interesting call out there. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff, Paul. Yep. Uh, by all accounts, a deal was close to being done, so let's hope it can be resolved soon. On to the Hall of Fame. I could list the achievements of Lester Craig Hayes, but you already know him. 
I could tell you what an innovative player he was, but you already know that. I could tell you he was the best cornerback of his generation, but that's already written in history. The only people you've ignored are the fact uh, these facts are in Canton, and now they have the chance to make it right, as they did with Snake and Cliffy. Sadly, it was too late for them to enjoy it personally, but they got there in the end. There are still numerous Raiders that deserve their moment in the sun, but this is Lester's time. Please make it happen. John Gruden versus the NFL. I let my feelings be known about Chucky in a recent email, yeah, and, I, and I cannot wait for him to take the NFL through the courts. Uh, if he has the chance to take down Roger Goodell and the cartel that exists, uh, then he has my full support. I love that he's already turned down a settlement offer, and I believe uh, he only has one more hurdle to overcome concerning the NFL wanting arbitration. And if that clears and it goes all systems go, it uh, it could be the case of the be careful what you wish for, but I bet there's a lot of uh, snide, unethical owners uh, losing sleep as they find ways to dispose of it as, uh, as much evidence as possible. It's going to be eye-opening watching it play out. And finally, 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 uh, Philip Rivers. Here we oh go. Ag- gosh. Here we go again, folks. It's not a clown car, Mrs. Rivers. Yeah, right. Here we go again, folks. <laughs> the biannual population, Sorry, exp- the biannual population exp- explosion that is Philip Rivers. For the love of God, can't he just <laughs> leave that poor woman alone? What's the matter with the man? He can't find himself another hobby now that he's finished playing. <laughs> I doubt that he can. I doubt they even take the woman to the hospital anymore. She just gives birth in a box under the stairs. <laughs> Jeez, like a cat, like a stray cat. Oh my gosh! Training camp's nearly here, folks. Be she just soon. goes. <coughs> <laughs> Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Pauly Award winner 2019 and 2022. Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020. BRT Sizzler scorekeeper. Proud made man. Five-time, 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 times two, plus one, plus one. one. Winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Paul. Paul, 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 Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, Paul. Uh, Is your name Paul? Hi, I'm Paul. (laughs) We appreciate you, Paul. We appreciate all of our emailers tonight. Yeah, absolutely. That was great, man. So we have Paul. We had Raider Den. Yep. And tell and, me the uh, guy from Scotland again. Oh, that was uh, uh, tar- Tartan. Tartan Raider. Tartan Raider. We yep, appreciate Raider. you, the three of you. Thank you so very, very much. And again, if you want to get in on that, you can email us at show. That is S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us. And on the live show, we feature your phone calls yep. at uh, 909-345-3346. We will be back again next week for another rundown next Wednesday. From somewhere here in the house. Yeah. Uh, so definitely a check. A place the- you haven't seen. Yeah. We'll be in another new room. There you go. Uh, so we uh, hopefully. Yeah. Well, no, not hopefully. Oh. Hopefully, maybe not. Maybe because like I'm selling the house or something. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Anyways. That'd be cool. Anyways, we'll be back again. Uh, so check us out next week. We come to you live typically, or at least with a show. Every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. So definitely check us back out again, Raider Nation. We love you guys so very, very much. And what you do to help us support our nonprofit, which is the One Nation Foundation, and give solely to Raiders-related charities like the good folks at the Blitnikoff Foundation and also Raider Dad, uh, where we will be uh, out there watching them host uh, about 100 families, I think, or 80 families. I forget how much. I think like 100 people. 100 people. So the, yeah, okay. I think it was like, like 20 50, families. Like 20, 25 to 50 families. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll be out there uh, uh, to see that on August 13th at the Raiders preseason game against the Niners. So uh, come on out there. Check us out. Yep. Help support Raider Dad. Help support the One 
Nation Foundation. We love you guys so very, very much, and we will see you next week. Absolutely. And, hey, uh, we will be back uh, next week for a rundown. And then we're going to go live back-to-back. So we'll go live uh, at the uh, Red Phone booth in Nashville on August 2nd and then follow that up with August 9th right before the first preseason game. We'll be there. uh, We'll be here live, and we'll be uh, raffling off a signed Bo Jackson jersey. It's a beaut, beaut, man. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, The away white it's absolutely amazing. Can't wait for that either because it's all going to the One Nation Foundation. Um, what, what was the last point I was going to make that was really cool? Um, all your points are cool, Jeff. All my points are cool. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's what we got going on. So uh, so uh, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, the Rundown Edition, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't forget, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, YouTube. Goodbye. Adios, malingers. Well, yeah. Yeah. Wish I could remember what I was going to say. That was really cool. You were on a roll, too. I was on a roll. It'll pop into your head as soon as we turn this camera on. In three seconds. Yeah. 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 Oh! Do it. Thank you to our sponsor, United Rentals. We love you. Do that shit. Do that shit.